Hi, Regen. My name is Madison. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from an addiction to pornography and masturbation, pride and shame. I grew up in a Christian household and through the kindness of God, I have known about Jesus my whole life and I accepted Jesus as my savior when I was young. I was always the good girl and did what I was supposed to do, but my world was turned upside down when at eight years old, my older sister was diagnosed with cancer. Our family went into survival mode throughout the chemotherapy treatments and frequent hospitalizations. Within a year of my sister being declared cancer-free and in remission, my dad moved out and our parents divorced. Two years after that, my dad was remarried and I had to quickly adjust to having two families that did not get along. A giant hole had been formed in my heart and I looked to the world to fill it and to numb all the pain I was feeling. I don't remember exactly when or how I was introduced to pornography, but I do remember the problem starting when I got my first smartphone in high school and had unlimited access to the internet. Looking at porn and masturbating became my favorite escape to numb myself. It also became my greatest secret and source of shame. Any temporary satisfaction it offered was quickly overshadowed by intense guilt and shame. Like a thirsty person drinking salt water, it only made me thirstier every time I drank, and the cycle continued. This secret problem went on for many years, and I never told anyone. My pride told me that I could fix it on my own, and I didn't need to let anyone in. And my shame told me God was disgusted by me, and that I was the only girl who struggled in this way. I felt dirty and unlovable. I was so afraid that if people found out, they would reject me or be totally disgusted by me. My junior year of high school, my best friend invited me to the youth group at her church. While I grew up knowing about Jesus, I would say this was the first time I met him personally. I started to know Jesus for who he truly was, but there was still a disconnect. I felt the weight of my sin and the shame over my addiction ate away at me every day. I thought I could be good enough to offset my addiction or do enough to earn his forgiveness. But because that's impossible to do outside of Christ, my trying and failing led me into deep depression and anxiety, and in college, I began struggling with suicidal thoughts. The cyclone of whirling shame, fear, and depression led me to isolate and only got worse as time went on. I tried and tried to be better or just stop, but it never lasted. Every time I failed to meet my standard of perfection or felt overwhelmed by intense emotions, I fell back into familiar sin patterns to squash the pain and numb myself. Even though I had placed my trust in Jesus for my salvation, I was still looking everywhere else for my satisfaction. I was deeply hurting and stuck in a cycle that I could not break on my own. One of the times I visited Watermark, I heard about regeneration. After reading more about it, I felt a tugging in my heart and knew this is where I needed to be. My first night at Regen, I heard the testimony of a girl around my age whose story was so similar to mine, and I knew without a doubt this is where the Lord wanted me to be. But I still felt terrified and overwhelmed. I distinctly remember making a vow to myself that very night that I would never get on stage and share my story. But obviously, God had other plans. That night and first-time guest was the first time I ever said the words, I have a pornography addiction out loud. I thought I was gonna throw up or that the ground would swallow me whole, but neither happened. I was met with love and grace and was reminded of who God is and that there's nothing I could do to change his love for me. While I initially came to region because of my addiction, the Lord began to show me that it was just a symptom of my deeper heart issues. It wasn't difficult for me to admit that I was a broken sinner, that much I knew already. But my shame made me believe the lie that I was beyond saving and that God couldn't really fix me. And at the same time, my pride told me that if I would just try harder, I could do it myself. 
Step two, believe, and step three, trust, showed me that before walking through region, I didn't truly believe that God had the power to change me and that I didn't fully trust that he was sufficient. My breaking point came during everyone's favorite step, inventory. I was forced to relive all the past hurts I had experienced and face the consequences of my sin. I was a hot mess during this time, but it was so incredibly vital. Like a broken bone that heals incorrectly, I needed to be rebroken so that proper healing and recovery could take place. As I moved through the steps, I was met with incredible grace. I started to understand that I could never be good enough to earn my salvation or to win God's approval. Ephesians 2, 8 through 9 says, For by grace you have been saved, through faith. And this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. This was a verse I had heard before, but I didn't understand what it truly meant until I was forced to see how I had been trying to earn God's love and forgiveness on my own. I finally understood that I could never do enough or be enough to earn my salvation. And even better, that God wasn't asking me to. Slowly over time, God brought beauty from the ashes of my sin, and he didn't make me better, he made me new. He showed me that there is healing and freedom in speaking the truth and that sin loses its power when you bring it into the light. I want you all to hear that the process of God transforming me did not end when I commenced with Regen. 2 Corinthians 4.16 says, So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. God continues to mold me into the image of his son and bring me into deeper relationship with him. I still struggle with temptation and I'm not perfect. But I know now that satisfaction is only found in Jesus and everything else is a lie and only a temporary fleeting pleasure. When my pride tells me that I can do better or that I don't need to tell anyone I'm struggling, I'm able to fight those lies with the truth of God's word. James 5.16 says, Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. Because I believe that to be true, I am painfully honest with God and my community. And when things get difficult, I go back to taking it just 24 hours at a time. I want to make it abundantly clear that I do not have it all together. I'm still a sinner, and though it looks different, I still fail daily. The Lord in his kindness continues to reveal idols, habits, and hang-ups that pull me away from him. Region has given me the tools to work through these and allow the Lord to heal those places in my heart quickly. And while I still struggle, God reminds me that I am not defined by my sin, but only by his finished work on the cross. I now have the tremendous privilege of serving here in Regent and leading a wonderful group of women through the 12 steps. They remind me daily of the grace of God and that he can change everything. I am encouraged every week by their honesty and vulnerability. I'm so thankful for Region. It is the means by which God has and continues to bring healing to my life. To the first time guests in the room, welcome. I want you to know that you are seen, you are loved, and there is no shame to be had in your life. There is no sin that wasn't paid for on the cross, and you are right where you need to be. To those going through groundwork or in a step group, keep at it. God can and will change everything if you surrender it all to him. You are never too far gone. My name is Madison. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from an addiction to pornography and masturbation, pride and shame, and to God be all the glory.